Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. There's so much audio to play on this show, but I'm going to hold some back because I feel like I can't just give all of it to you at once, right? Should I introduce myself? Why? I don't want to. You've, you've chosen this. You've done your research. You know it's an awful show and you don't really know why you're listening, but still, somehow you come like a moth to a chubby lesbian flame. You come to me every time. You cannot stay away. Okay. Let's just pretend you've come from the um, article in the Uniter newspaper and you don't know me and you don't know why you're here, but you're tantalized. You're curious. Bi-curious, maybe. Hmm? Just I don't know what I'm doing here. I'm so... Anyway, so if you are coming from that uh, article, what do you need to know about me? I'm chubby. I'm a homosexual. I'm practically married, but not legally. It's been about... Oh, man, how many years now? Eight years, I think, we've been together. I have a two-and-a-half-year-old son. Oh, and he's going to play a big part in this show, a big part. So if you're wondering what this show's all about, why we're all here, I don't really know. The, the whole point of me doing this is to take my misery and try and make you laugh, and the stories in my life, and try and make you laugh. Maybe forget about your shitty life for a little while, while you listen to my shitty life for a very, very short while. So that's the point. Oh, that was my bra strap, sorry. A little too, uh, yeah, I'm not wearing a shirt. No, no, no. Just my bra and my my four rolls right in the front just kidding there's only three don't go i'm sorry it'll get better it'll get better just hang in there we're gonna work this out together so funny story and yes it involves poop i know i know but it's just what's really going on in my life right now and it's really weird because i'm almost 35 and the only conversation i seem to be able to hold up with any other adult involves pee and poo like that's my life now for example here we go. For example, I have this uh, handy-dandy peeler-cutter apple corer thing, and I'm using it, and Malcolm's standing next to me, hadn't pooped at daycare. And we're having this talk about the apples and how the apples are just a little bit too soft and they don't all go through, and we're having a nice conversation about it. And then I turn down, and he is fucking purple in the face, and his neck veins are bulging, and he's taking a wicked shit right beside me, just like in the middle of it. It's like he had distracted me with the conversation so he could have his shit quietly. And I was just like, I'm like, Malcolm, are you pooping? Yeah. Why? Why are you pooping in your pants? I don't know. So we went to the toilet. And of course, he was already done by anyway. He was already done by then. So yeah. Yeah, that's great. That's great. So welcome. If you're coming from that, come on over. Great to have you. There's lots of poop talk going on here. Everyone has a shit story. I have about 15 shit stories that involve my kid. What? You want to hear one? Get out. One that happened just today and it's really, really fresh. You want to hear that one? Okay, hang on. You hang on. I'm so happy you're here. All of you, there's so many. Thank you so much. Hang on. What? Malcolm, are you going to tell mommy what happened at the park today? I pooped on the, at the park. What happened? You felt like you had something in your tummy? Yeah. And then what did you say? Poop. And then what did we do? Poop on the park. Where did you poop? I pooped at the park. Was it funny? Mommy, I pooped. Was there a potty at the park? No. Well, where did you poop? Did you poop in your pants? No, I pooped it all in the grass. And then, oh. and then what did I do after you pooped in the grass? Uh, the back of the park. Yeah. Did I have to pick up your poop? Yeah. Yeah? Did you think that was funny? Yeah. Did you laugh? Yeah. You're the best. Right? Okay, here's what really happened. So we're at my mom's house. We're going to walk the dog. My sister's coming. 
my niece is coming and we're walking along and we're close to the park now. And he starts grabbing his crotch and he's like, mama, I have to pee. And I said, okay, well, let's, let's go find somewhere we're semi-private so that you can pee. So I found like this huge green, I don't know what the hell they are, some kind of like hydroelectric thing where you're not supposed to tamper with it or you'll get electrocuted. And they have that baby on the front with a big X through it. And um, I put him behind there, I pulled down his pants and he peed. And he thought that was very funny. Mama, look, I'm peeing on all the leaves. Mama, look. And I was like, oh, okay, cool, cool. And then we get to the park and he's playing around a bit. And then he grabs his bum and he's like, mama, I have to poop. I have to poop in the grass. And I was like, oh, God. I'm like, do you really have to poop? Which is like a huge gamble. Do you take it at face value or you just assume that he's fucking with you? What do you do? I've learned you just take it at face value <laughs> because more than likely at this stage in the game, he's going to shit in his fucking pants and then I'll really be sorry. So I was like, okay, great. And my sister and my niece are just laughing and, uh, they're kind of waiting to see how this is going to play out. And honestly, I don't know how it's going to play out. Okay. So I'm like, okay, pick him up. And I run and there's like a school there. So I find a little corner of the school and I really hope there aren't security cameras. Cause that's going to be a weird, <laughs> a weird rewind for the security personnel at that school. So I pull down his pants, I bend him over and, uh, he, he looks at me and he goes, mom, I'm pooping. And I'm like, that's good, buddy. You go ahead. You have a big poop. All right. And he's like, yeah, okay, I'm all done. I'm like, are y'all done? Do you have any more? Nope, I'm good. Let's go back and play. Okay, all right. Now, just I just happened to have one last dog shit bag in my pocket, the black ones, because I'm not a fucking animal. Listen to me. You listen to me now. If you are walking around with a clear plastic bag of any kind, any kind, I don't care if it's a leftover plastic bag from buying your fruit I don't care if it's a leftover bag from bread. If it's see-through, you sociopathic motherfuckers do not use it to pick up dog shit. It's disgusting. Here's my rule of thumb when it comes to what you should or should not pick up your dog shit with. Would you walk down the street with your porn collection in the bag? You wouldn't, would ya? You wouldn't, would ya? So if it's clear, do not pick up dog shit with it. I can't tell you how many times when I've been working, I'm a mailman, a letter carrier, mailman. Um, I've been at work and people like to talk to the mailman. And that's cool. I like to talk to people. I'm very chatty. I don't know if you can tell. And this woman comes up to me and she's, it's, it's about 45 degrees, maybe 43, you know, with the humidex and all that. And I'm sweating and I'm sweating and I'm dying. And this woman comes up to me with her two fucking dogs who I see every day. And she starts having this lengthy conversation with me and I'm completely and totally distracted by this disgusting clear bag of liquefied dog shit. I can only assume that when she picked it up, it was a solid mass, but she's standing there holding it and it's so hot and it smells so bad. And I can see the contents of her dog's stomach in that bag of shit. What is wrong with you? They have these little bags you can buy. They're black. You get a hundred of them for a dollar fifty. Like fuck, get your shit together. <laughs> anyway, so now I'm standing there, my kid's shit, and he's standing there with his pants around his ankles, and human excrement is on the floor or on the grass next to me. Now what do you do? You may wonder, how did I, me, myself, me, how did I, me, not you, 
me, me, how did I, me, you know, me, get voted world's greatest dad three years in a row? I even think I voted myself that when I was pregnant, because why not? It's because of situations like this. Here's what I did. I take the black dog shit bag, and it's black, because I'm not, I'm weird, but I'm not that fucking weird. I'm not clear dog shit bag crazy. And I use, use the bag to wipe his ass as best I can. And then I pick up his shit and tie it up. And it's, it's now in the black bag. So I pull up his pants and I'm like, okay, great. But I don't, I don't really want to walk towards the park full of brown people and Asians. There's a lot of Chinamen there, a lot of brown people. That neighborhood's really changed. It's really gone downhill. I'm only a fake racist. Calm down, everybody, calm down. Uh, I don't want to walk away from this corner that we've sheltered ourselves in so that he could shit with a big black dog shit bag of human shit. Tends to freak people out. It's kind of gross, right? So I'm not very proud of this, but I opted to put his shit in a black plastic bag in my, in my, in my hoodie pocket. And yeah, we walked, we walked out of the corner. My sister and my niece are laughing hysterically and I'm now heading to the BFI bin to throw out my son's shit. Thank you. Thank you so much. I know that was an intense story. It had some twists and turns. <laughs> Get it? That's a poop joke. Okay. If you have to explain it, it's not funny. But maybe it was funny. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So that was my day. That was, that's what happened to me today. But I have a lot of segments. And if this is your first show, I'm going to say that a lot. If this is your first show... Uh, listeners are welcome to contribute anything they have to say as long as you're not being like a real racist like burning a cross on someone's lawn or other weird shit like that like I'm a fake racist I'm kind of like joking seriously joking but I still think I still think Chinamen are less less than human I think it was <laughs> too far uh, you're welcome to send something in to change of address 69 at gmail.com and I have lots I have so much today I actually have two new Submitters and Sugar has uh, sent something in, so I don't even know where to start. Okay, I just picked something out here. Let's start here. This is a mailman happening. I haven't listened to this yet. I'm, I know what it's about, but I don't know the actual detail. I haven't listened to the audio clip of it at all. I will say this. When you imagine this story, I want you to imagine this lovely lady as she is. She's 5'2", blonde, uh, in very good shape, Huge jugs, very pretty, extremely attractive. Like when you think of MILF, that's what this woman looks like. Just, yeah, just smoking hot. Okay, so when you imagine, very innocent, very sweet, but quite attractive. So let's, let's listen to what she has to say. Hey, Sandra, do I have a story for you? And let me start by saying this. I never thought it would happen to me. And unlike a penthouse letter, which always starts this way, I didn't want this to happen to me. So I've been a letter carrier, or delivery agents, kind of fancy schmancy word for mailman, for a little over 20 years. And I've seen a lot in these years. A lot that I probably shouldn't have seen, but no harm done. What people do in their own homes is absolutely none of my business. But just a note, though, keep your drapes closed. Just saying. 
So I come from a root that I had in the hood, which you can expect. Creepy people following you on the streets and dogs in every second yard ready to devour you. And when you have a personal contact item, which is um, a parcel or a letter that needs a signature, you're knocking on the door and you really don't know what to expect. What is going to be on the other side of the door? Naked people, no big deal. You just have no idea who's going to answer the door. So I come to this uh, new route And I've been doing it for about five months. Nice area, great people. It's a middle-class neighborhood. And uh, love it, absolutely love it. So I'm doing my route one day, as usual, walking up to this one house, great family home, manicured lawn, beautiful front window that lets all the natural light in and they have a beautiful front door with uh, a window that runs vertical from the top to the bottom of the, the side of the door and then the mailbox beside the window. So I'm walking up, got my tunes blaring as per usual, everyday thing. So I get up to the mailbox to put the mail in there. And I see something, some kind of movement to the left of me through the window. So I got my shades on. So I kind of glance while I'm putting the mail in the box. Well, I stop because I was not expecting a very tall, very naked man to be standing there. And you guessed it, choking his chicken. Yep. He was putting on a show for me. How lovely. Thank you. So I didn't react. Turn away. But it's kind of like a train wreck. Because you want to look, but you know you shouldn't. So I turned away, put the mail in the box, turned around, walked down the stairs, was gone. And all I could think of was, really? Is that what I saw? Are you kidding me? And then I thought, what kind of fucking stupid are you? Good God. I am your letter carrier. I deliver to your house every day. I know where you live. What the hell were you thinking? This is real life. This is not a porn, buddy. So I get back to the office. I talk to my supervisors. And of course, they're concerned. I'm kind of giggling about it. It was creepy, yes. But um, it was kind of funny. You just, you just don't expect something like this to happen. So, um, like I said, my employer was concerned. We phoned the police and the police got involved. So they went down, I think, a few days afterwards. So he kind of had a, he kind of had time to think of a story, right? So in the meantime, a few days into this, um, I wasn't delivering to his house. He was cut off 
of course. I was delivering to the street because uh, this did not scare me. Um, so um, I had security actually escort me down the street just in case there was an issue, which no problem. So the police go there and talk to him. In the meantime, he had phoned um, our uh, customer service line and asked why he wasn't getting his mail. Now I'm thinking this guy is a real, real dumbass. So uh, the police go and talk to him and ask him his side of the story. And his wife is there. And uh, so he says that we have a misunderstanding. He was home from work, sick. Wife was off at work. Kids were off at school. And he got up to uh, get a cup of coffee. Noticed that the front door was unlocked. Said he has a very busy body of um, a mother-in-law who walks in whenever she pleases. So he was concerned and went to the door to lock it. Now, at that time, I was there at the window. And he said he was hiding it. He was very embarrassed, of course, the police officer said. Well, of course he's embarrassed. His wife's standing right there. So he said uh, he was hiding it. Now, people, this ain't my first rodeo. I know when someone is hiding it and when somebody's pulling it. And this guy was putting on a show for me. He was pulling it. If he was hiding it, I would have never said anything. So, uh... Yeah, what are you going to do with that? So I thought, whatever, I'm delivering the mail now to his home, and I'm almost wishing, but I'm sure he's been told to not have any contact with me, but I'm wishing that this guy would come out and confront me because I know he wasn't hiding it, and he knows he wasn't hiding it. So I just want to know why. Who, who does that? I just don't get it. Anyways, this story goes to the number one stories on my list. Absolutely number one now. But you know what? I kind of am a little anxious now about walking up to homes with big windows or windows at the side. I don't make it. I I focus on the mailbox. I don't make it a habit to look in anyone's window. Wow. Right? Just, Just wow. Well, thank you, mystery mailman lady, woman, delivery, whatever. I have a lot of questions. I have a lot of questions about, uh, about the whole thing, really. I just, I don't understand what men are thinking. I can imagine what he's thinking. I don't know how you explain the scenario to your wife. Obviously, she's pretty fucking stupid if she believes it. I don't get it. Like, okay, sure. Sure, you're just standing around naked in your living room with a huge picture window. You're just walking around, and it just happens to be that as soon as the mailman walks past your house, you accidentally start 
standing up to lock the door? That's when? Mm, I don't think so. I don't think so. And if you saw this lady, yeah, you, I don't, I don't, I don't blame him for trying, but in a way it's a sexual assault. Is it not? He unwillingly, or she was an unwilling participant in a sexual, uh, display. Gross. She was unwilling. She didn't want anything like that was, that's not fair. She's like victimized in a weird way. Like she's got, she's a good sport about it and everything. I think that's pretty funny, but, uh, okay, here, okay. Here's, here's, here's some advice. I mean, I know not all men are this man, but I, I just, I don't know. I mean, one time Sarah and I were at a bar. We were in Montreal, I think, and we were just gay bar hopping. And this one guy just happened to be at every gay bar that we were at. And it didn't occur to me to do the math until the second bar or the third bar we were at. And I saw him and I'm like, oh, that guy was at the first bar. He must be gay too. And I thought, oh, well, that's funny. Cause he was just like a skinny kind of tall trying to grow a mustache but not really being able to pull it off guy and then we get to the fourth or the fifth bar and he comes up to us and he grabs Sarah's face and looks at her and tries to kiss her and she like pushes him away and she's and I'm like looking at him and I'm like what are you doing and he called me a a bitch and he ran out of the bar it's like okay very similar situation in my mind, minus the penis rubbing, but the same, how could you not want me thing that happens in these men's brains? First of all, young man in bar, why don't you, I don't know, say hello. My name is, these are all starting points. How do you just go in for a kiss? Like, who the fuck are you? What are you doing here? First of all, second of all, we've been kissing and holding hands and going to gay bars all night. What are you thinking? What did you think was going to happen? Oh God, skinny, weird looking guy with almost a mustache. You're exactly what we've been waiting for. Thank God you showed up. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. But back to this subject at hand. Do you know who wants to watch men masturbate? other men. So unless you're trying to cajole another man to, to seduce him into your house, don't masturbate in a picture window. Weirdo. Don't. And if you have a huge window like that, keep your fucking pants on. There could be people walking their dogs out there. There could be a kid walking by. Like what if the, what if the hot male lady here in this scenario was walking by at the same time as a kid and you're standing there jerking off at her, you're fucked. You are absolutely fucked. And like, I guess in his scenario, he's seen a lot of porn, right? I think I've said scenario 150 times. Just cancel them out. In porn, what would happen is he would stand there jerking off. She would take a look at his very desirable lower region and think, oh my God, I've got to get all my clothes off and jump in there, which is great for porn. A fantasy land. But in reality, no one wants to see your penis. I mean, unless you're in a relationship, I'm assuming, I don't know anything about straight women, really. No one wants to see your penis. The mailman does not want to see your penis. Why, why does that have to be explained to you? I don't understand. I'm very confused. And, and if I was this chick's, this dude's wife in a different universe, how do you go to bed next to somebody who... I guess she believes the lie. I don't know. How old is this man? He's got to be 150 years. 150 years old. I don't, I don't understand people. It's weird. 
that's just one mailman happening. There's probably a million and a half others. Um, yeah, so your wife needs to get some fucking self-esteem. And I think this guy expected hot male lady here to not say anything about it. I think his expectation was for her to quietly walk away with it. Like, it's a good thing this woman wasn't religious. Trust me, she's not religious. This could have gone very poorly. Very poorly. Like, who's to say she couldn't tell her boyfriend, have the boyfriend come over there and beat the shit out of him? Like, did that never occur to him? And what does he say? Now he's like, oh, my mail's not getting delivered. Oh, fuck. She said something. She said something. So now he's got all this time to cook up a story for his wife. And then the police come to the door. Like, does this guy have fucking kids? Did the kids see the police come to the door saying you were inappropriately exposing yourself while masturbating and at the male lady? I guess he just talked his way out of it. And he should be embarrassed. He should be ashamed. He should be charged. Sexual assault. Sexual assault. Weirdo. Okay, I've got... <laughs> Let's just stop this completely because I could go on all day about... Like, you never hear of a, a woman masturbating in a window at someone. Does that ever happen? I've never even heard of that. Gross savage anyway i know where this guy lives i'm starting a tour if any of any of you are at all interested let me know we'll hop into my car and we'll go on a tour and we'll drive by really slowly and just we'll do the the thing where you put your hands as like binoculars over your eyes and we'll just drive by really slowly maybe i'll get a spotlight oh and some sexy music maybe we could play the entire soundtrack to dirty dancing she's got hungry eyes yeah did I ever tell you about the time that I dated a girl and as a grand gesture, I bought her the soundtrack to Dirty Dancing? Yeah, that was a huge mistake. Yeah, that was like six months of the fucking Dirty Dancing soundtrack. On the bright side, my car got broken into and unfortunately all my CDs got stolen. <laughs> okay, hang on. I've got a segment here from Sugar, who's a very good friend of mine. She's very, very funny. I love her. She shits a lot. She really appreciated the Malcolm shits in the park story. So I'm really glad to have this. Hang on. Okay, so my niece Midge and I, Sugar, are actually on our way to um, a Thanksgiving buffet right now. And um, Midge and I have experiences with uh, buffets and eating in general. Uh, the last buffet we went to was actually Thanksgiving last year, right? And I threw up in the parking lot. Not um, because I was sick, but because I actually, well, I was sick from eating too much. Like the dessert table put me over the edge. So anyway, um, Midge here, my dear sweet niece, has a great story about um, a time that she went out to an all-you-can-eat buffet and uh, with her friends. So, Midge, say hi anyway. Hi. And you got to speak up. Just, uh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to roll up the windows so that no one can Oh, no, no, no. That's okay. Okay. Um, yeah, my friend and I went to a stir-fry buffet. Like the best ever. And you get your own meal together. You know, you've got the appetizers and put your stuff on your plate and then the Asian guy fries it up for you. <laughs> and, um, yeah, we used to go to this buffet quite a bit. But one time we went and we definitely ate a little too much. Well, I did. And both 
two or three plates in, I'd say, maybe. <laughs> two or three. Uh, I had an uncontrollable urge to go to the bathroom. Okay, what, like pee? No, no, number two, number two. You can say shit. Okay. I need this to is, take a shit. Is, uh, this is a totally X-rated adult <laughs> show, so you can say anything you want. Yeah, I had to take a shit, but I wasn't able to make it to the bathroom on time. So what happened? So, almost to the bathroom, and it's, it happened. You shit yourself. I shit myself, yes. <laughs> so I was still hungry. I mean, I had emptied things, right? So I wanted to go for some more stir-fried. And, uh, so yeah, I went to the bathroom, I cleaned myself up, and went back out, and started another round or two. <laughs> and, yeah. Was it worth a lot it? Of, oh, it was so worth it. <laughs> it was a lot of stir-fry, and very embarrassing, but I told my friend this, mm. and she thought it was fucking hilarious, of course. And uh, would you do it again? Like, would you repeat, like, shitting your pants, clean for yourself up? For yeah. Hell yeah, I would. How about for Thanksgiving buffet dinner? If it's better than the one that we went to last year, yes. Yeah, I'm, you know what? I think we're going to be buffet connoisseurs. Yeah. Um, so, for so all of That's the only way to eat, is to eat in bulk. <laughs> <laughs> Make it Olympic sport. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so, yeah, the Midge and I... Anyway, uh, maybe Midge and I will become the uh, Sandra Sanchez's show's uh, food critics. So, uh, yeah, for all of you living in Winnipeg, um, and for you that might visit this lovely city of ours, don't do the Regent Casino Buffet. I mean, I know it says it right there that it's a casino buffet. Um, however, we went there for Thanksgiving, and it was... Honestly, I ate it because it was there and you paid for it. Um, the dessert table was good. No, yeah, that was impressive. I mean, it wasn't fantastic, but I mean, it's frick, it's all you can eat dessert. I mean, what more can I say about that? Um, so, yeah, on a, on a scale of one to five, I think we would probably get it. Personally, I'm going to say a two. Yeah. So, we'll let you know. Today, we're going to Alto's. Um... Yeah, and we'll let you know. And we'll also let you know again if there's any uh, pants shitting. Because um, all of you who uh, heard Sandra's previous show uh, knows my shit stories. So, yeah, it does run in the family. So, uh, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Uh, hope that you made Thanksgiving dinner an Olympic sport. And uh, we'll see you again. <laughs> Uh, I probably shouldn't have found that as funny as I did, but I laughed out loud down here for about three minutes so hard. It was so fucking funny. There's something about a shit story that just brings everyone closer together. I welcome you all to share your shit stories with me, please. I need it. It's, it's, it's common ground. Everyone has one. I have one. You have one. Everyone has one. Let's take away the taboo. No more. We're all human. Uh, my one recommendation to you guys is perhaps maybe a shit rating, like five, five shits out of, sh out of five would be a perfect rating and one shit out of five would be awful. Or maybe no shits would be the worst, wouldn't it? Meh. Anyway, thanks for contributing guys. That's a big deal. I love that. I think the submitters make this show. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm pretty fucking awesome. Like I'm a five shits out of five, right? We can all agree on that, I think, or you wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be sitting here with me while you're driving your car. You wouldn't be putting your headphones in while you're driving your kid to school. 
unless we had something kismet here, something magical. Okay, I got I got another segment, one more. It's the last one for the day. And I hummed and hawed about playing it. And I live my life by votes. I live my life by surveys. I ask around because a lot of times I make poor life choices. I think there's even an episode of this show called Poor Life Choices. And I seek balance. I'm a Libra. That's my sign. Um... So I really need help making decisions, terrible decision makers. So I ask my friends because a lot of times my point of view is one of rage and that's not a good, that's not a good thing when you're making big decisions. So I asked around and what's funny is I asked my two favorite people and the one I thought that was going to say, don't play it, said play it. And the one that I thought was going to say, play it, said don't play it. And I got a few more votes and I still debated until I realized that I used to do a podcast called Return to Sender. I did it for a really long time. And I knew that the shows were still up. And then it's come to my attention that they're not up anymore. And it's kind of a complex story and I don't really want to get into it. But I'm disappointed that I didn't even get an email, not even like asking for my permission, you know, quote unquote permission or my consent. I should say consent. I just didn't even get an email saying I'm taking the shows down. Nothing. I had to hear from a third party that they were down, which is disappointing to me because, well, I'm not going to get into it. However, if any of you new listeners are interested in listening to any of the old Return to Sender stuff, I have it. And I figure if the show can be taken down without even acknowledging my existence, I can put them back up on a different channel on Podbean. If you guys are interested, I know some of you very much are not, but... Some of you might be, so if I get enough people, I will put them back up. But if not, I'll just, whatever. It was just, a, you know, that doing that podcast changed my life in a huge way. If you don't know, Sarah dumped me for about a month, and then I got asked to do that show, and Sarah was creeping on my Facebook, found the link, listened to it, and lo and behold, we got back together. So it, it was a big deal. It was an important part of my life. I'm not dwelling on it. I've done very well with this show exceptionally well with this show. I'm very proud of it. Although it's kind of a lot of shit stories. And uh, strangely for a lesbian show, a lot of guys jerking off and jerk off questions and semen. So weird, right? But if you're interested, I'll put it back up. And if not, I'm sure I'll end up telling the exact same stories because all the stories I told then are part of who I am now. So they're my getting to know you stories. So eventually they'll all repeat. Uh, yeah, anyway, so here is the segment I got from a listener, Sally. And it's funny to me now that I was concerned about someone's feelings getting hurt when absolutely no consideration was paid to whether or not I exist. Just whatever. Hang on, here it is. Hi, Sandra. This is Sally. I'm a virgin, a podcasting recording virgin that is. I found this awesome app on the iTunes store, so I thought I would give it a try. Um, I am 31. I live in South Carolina. I used to own my own business until a few days ago. I sold it. I'm a pilot uh, of airplanes. Um, I taught people to fly is what I did. Um, I just wanted to tell you that I wanted to start listening to podcasts at the gym. So I uh, searched for 
lesbian comedy podcast and I found your change of address podcast and I started listening to it and after the first one or two I was addicted to your podcast and I listened to everything that you have um that was probably two months ago now and uh I just love it you're doing a great job and um while listening to your current podcast there were a few references to your uh old podcast return to sender and um I haven't finished it yet I did go back and I am listening to it because I truly enjoy your um podcast personality and I I wanted to tell you that your change of address podcast uh well I guess I should say I'm on about episode 21 somewhere around there now um my your change of address podcast is so much better that guy that you were on return to sender um podcast with he was so full of himself um you were obviously the star of that show and he did not let you shine he was very selfish so keep up the good work and um i guess i could tell you real quick that i uh i consider myself straight my girlfriends are um the lesbians um i'm just kidding i'm not one of those closet lesbians i um people always ask when they find out that i like girls why do you like girls i mean particularly living in the deep south in south carolina um people will ask why do you like women and i just thought that i would uh maybe give you a few things you could share with your listeners i um have always been interested in women growing up and i didn't know that necessarily i just knew that i didn't really care to look at the boys i really cared to look at the girls <laughs> um and when i had boyfriends growing up i just i didn't like the way our hands fit like their hands are too big and they spread your fingers too wide and it hurts um i hate their rough beards on your face or elsewhere um when you know their beard when it starts growing in i hate that um they're hairy everywhere like why do they have to be that hairy um I just can't stand that. And they're selfish. Men are just plain selfish. So, uh, and they're selfish in all aspects of their life. I have not found one that is not selfish. Um, so anyway, that's just a few reasons that I tell people. I'm sure there's plenty more that I can come up with. <laughs> um, but anyway, keep up the good work and have a good day. Cool. Sally, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for your kind words. And... Thank you for making me think, and thank you for helping me come to the realization that I just don't give a fuck. Super. Uh, I like you. I think you have a tremendously good voice. It's very smooth, silky, sensual even. I think you're very, very well-spoken. You're funny. You're adorable. We need to hear more is what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to stroke your ego, but just your ego. I'm married, kind of, uh, into perhaps sending in more stuff. Sometimes podcasting can feel lonely. And then someone like Sally shows up and she says nice things and she makes you feel like you're doing it and someone likes you. And isn't that what life's all about, kids? Isn't that what it's all about? Anyway, who cares? Uh, iTunes reviews are good. They're very good. They help, I think. Apparently, I don't know for sure. And if you need me, you can find me on Facebook. You can friend me all night long. And there's the change of address Facebook page and Twitter. Yeah, I'm on Twitter. Sandra D. Sanchez on everything. 
if you need me, you can find me. And there, I don't usually play a song because music usually doesn't speak to me, but this song really does. And see if you can guess why. I think it sums up a lot of things, you know, deep. It's real deep. All right. Thanks for hanging in there. And if this is your first show, please don't go. Stick around for two shows. Go back, listen to some other shows. I'm sure I was funny once. Maybe not today, but previously I must have been a little bit funny. Okay, I gotta go eat some leftover turkey sandwiches. Yeah, plural. I have a thyroid condition. Bye. Okay. Game face. Here we go. I've got bipolar disorder. My shit's not in order. I'm overweight. I'm always late. I've got too many things to say. I rock mom jeans, cat earrings, extrapolate my feelings. My family is dysfunctional, but we have a good time killing each other. They tell us from the time we're young to hide the things that we don't like about ourselves, inside ourselves. I know I'm not the only one who spent so long attempting to be someone else. Well, I'm over it. <gasps> I cry.